Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free while lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, in our last episode, we talked a bit about SEP IRA versus solo 401k. If you haven't checked out that episode and you are a 1099 contractor, then definitely check out that episode. In the next few episodes, what's upcoming in the second Friday in March, we're going to talk about more traditional investments. We're going to talk about tech stocks. Episode after that, I'm going to talk about bonds and where my thoughts are at that time. But today, my friends, today, as you know, I love traditional investments. I love stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Uh, But I also like experimenting and trying new things and finding what works and what doesn't work. If you listen to season eight this year, episode three, I shared a webinar on um, tax liens and investing in tax liens. So I hope that was helpful to you. Make sure to check that episode out before listening to this one so you have a little bit of a background on it. So I now am investing in tax liens in two, actually three different places. And I wanna talk a little bit about how and why and what that is. So as as I, let me give you a little bit of background in case um, I haven't shared this. I think I have, but in case I haven't, I originally in the land business got around to buying land from other land investors. This is called wholesaling. And so the goal of of wholesaling, particularly in land, was, hey, if I buy something for $1,000, I want to sell it for at least a double, like $2,000 or $2,500 or $3,000 is even better. And I was doing a bunch of mailings, sending mail to different places. And so I had a guy contact me saying, hey, I have several lots I have for sale. I got your letter. Would you be interested? Talk to him a little bit more found out that he held within his 401k, which was like a solo 401k, tax liens. And he acquired land through tax lien foreclosure. And so I bought stuff from him, bought it for like 1000 1300 1400 discovered he doubled his money where his investment was like $700, $600, $500 when he turned around and, and sold it to me. And I asked him a little bit and he was very tight-lipped about it. And so my impression was, oh, hey, gosh, let me see if I could do this. Because if I'm selling this thing for $2,500 or $3,000, wouldn't it be better if I could buy it for what he bought it at? and cut him out of the process. And so I I went through this process of understanding tax liens. And 
I initially bought some over the counter, meaning that there were tax liens that nobody had bought for years in many cases. And so I was able to come in, buy them when they were old tax liens, and then start the foreclosure process. As I started to do that, found out that it took about a year for them to foreclose. All right, so it took a while for me to get them. Then when I did, it was pretty sweet. And before long, I moved out of buying tax liens over the counter and instead started participating in auctions. Because frankly, I tapped out the stuff I could buy <laughs> over the counter. And so I participated in auctions live. I participated in auctions that are in person, auctions that, that could be done through um, the computer on a particular day. And so I acquired more and more and more and more tax liens. Today, if you look, my main company, which is called Generation Family Properties, is where I started it all. And so there, over time, I have bought 671 tax liens. Now keep in mind, the amount I invest into these things isn't a ton. Most of them are 100 bucks, 200 bucks, maybe 300 bucks to buy them initially. If it's a really good property, it might be $1,000, but that's the exception and not, not the rule. Over time, in Generation Family Properties, I've invested $300,000 in tax liens. Why? Why would I invest so much money into it? Number one, uh, the thing that I, I love about tax liens, which I talked about on the webinar, is, hey, it's really cool if you have a chance to buy them without paying a, a premium, you can earn up to 16% interest in a lot of the liens. So very secure investment, you know, collateral uh, of a property behind it, whether land or a house or whatever, and you have the opportunity to earn interest. But really, the primary reason, number two, that I wanted to do it is because I want the opportunity to foreclose and get the land so that I can make some really nice fat margins on it. Maybe make three times my money, four times my money, five times my money, 10 times my money uh, or more by the time that, that um, I end up going full cycle on them. Con, it takes time. Uh, con, you aren't guaranteed to get the property. As a matter of fact, what happens when you are paying these property taxes on, on behalf of somebody and you have a lien on the property, they could come back and pay them any time. And so when someone does that, I get all of my money back I've invested into it of, of the sale amount of the lien plus the interest. And so these things do happen. They do redeem. As a matter of fact, of those 671 liens, I have had 195 redeem. Of the 195 that redeemed, I invested, let's look at this here. It's a lot of cells to <laughs> highlight. I invested $93,000. 
So you can see about one third of my investment I've, I've gotten back. How much did I get out of that $93,000? I got back 93726 Now, you may say, Dave, why have you gotten back about what you put into these things? Well, the thing is, sometimes, my friends, you pay bonuses because you really like a particular property or you're doing what I do and counting on some redeeming and some foreclosing. So of those ones that I invested into, I paid extra and therefore probably lost money to the tune of about $2,000. So I didn't get interest back on, on uh, quite a few of them and maybe even lost money on some because I paid a bonus for them in the state of Colorado or there were administration fees where they um, redeemed quickly and I didn't have the chance to recoup the interest. In, um, in my tax liens, really I've specialized in two states, Colorado and Arizona. And as, as I've gone along, what I found is, is Colorado has gotten more and more competitive. I tend to lose more money on the, the liens that I buy because I'm often doing bonuses. Arizona, that's not the case. There might be administrative fees, but I'm bidding on the interest rate rather than the premium. And so this, this whole journey for me has, has been fascinating. Um, the other thing that you need to know, which I covered in the webinar, is about endorsements. So I have endorsed um, plenty of these liens. What happens, it comes around once a year where, hey, these people still haven't paid their property taxes yet. Do you want to pay the most current year that they haven't since you bought this lien prior? And so I say, yes, I will do that. And I invest more money into the liens. That same um, amount is subject to that same interest rate. So I can get compounding on those and I don't have to competitively bid on them. Also, one day when I foreclose on them, I'm going to have to pay those anyhow. So I'd rather pay them now, have the opportunity to get some interest without having to competitively bid on stuff. But it does add to the cost basis of the lien which the numbers I just gave you a few minutes ago were my all-in cost basis of the initial amount that I started with plus endorsements along the way. And now a commercial break. Well, my friends, you have probably heard I am now a completely independent financial advisor. And, and as the time that uh, I, I am recording this, the stock market is down. Uh, there's a lot of question in terms of where is the market going? Where should I be investing my money? There's no better time than now to get a review of your portfolio and make sure that you are set up properly. As a matter of fact, tax season is around the corner too. Maybe you're looking for some tax, tax strategies and hints and you want someone to talk it over with besides your CPA. Feel free to give my assistant Kyla a call at 612-284-2409 to set up a free 30-minute strategy session with me. Again, call 612-284-209 to set up a free 30-minute strategy session with me. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. And now back to the show. 
Now, as I went along here, um, one of the things that that is a pain in the butt when you are buying them in the non-qualified world, which through me is through my company, because my company is non-qualified, it's not a retirement plan, is tracking. It is a pain to track these things. And tax-wise, you do um, certainly pay interest, uh, pay taxes on the interest that you accrue when something redeems. And so um, they, they aren't the most tax efficient vehicles, although it is like a zero coupon bond or, a, or um, um, things like that where you don't have to pay the tax on that interest until it, um, it redeems. And so um, it may never redeem, and that becomes the cost basis of your land if you do what I do. But you do have to track all of these things, and it takes a lot of organization. It takes a lot of effort to, to keep track of them as they redeem and knowing, hey, which one's redeemed, which didn't, and keeping up with the bookkeeping aspect of that, which led me to, hey, this guy I originally bought stuff wholesale from, he did it in his retirement plan. What if I did it in mine? And so in addition to Generation Family Properties, I set up a self-directed account at the bank, which I could use in my Roth 401k. And so I put money in my pre-tax 401k, which is where I invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, stuff like that. And then I invest now in my Roth 401k with those liens. Now, the, the trick here is in the Roth 401k, I can't mix my business with my Roth. The two have to be held separately. So you have to track the lien separately in my 401k versus not in my 401k. And as we did that, the Roth 401k, slowly over time, it wasn't like Usually in my, my generation family properties one, I could lay down 50K at an auction and buy a ton. In my Roth 401k, I was limited by what I had in there. And so here I am making contributions pre-tax of like 750 a month, contributions in my Roth 401k, 750 a month. And that 750 a month took some time to build. And so this last year, I bought like five or six grand worth and I just had um, bought some over the counter a couple of years ago and lo and behold, started the foreclosure process in 2022, one finally finished being foreclosed on to where I uh, had bought it and my all-in cost basis on it was 600 bucks. I turned around and wholesaled it to another land investor for 2,300. So I made three times my initial investment, just about, just a shade under that, on uh, my tax lien investment. That took me about um, three years to go from start to finish. So I made nearly 300%, which is an ROI of 100% a year. Um, so in, in that particular case of that particular investment, it worked out well. But as noted earlier, 
it doesn't always work out that way. You might lose some money on some liens, but hey, if you could make 300% or 200% or 100% or 50% over a period of three or four years, that is a better return on average than most stocks. Now I mentioned three different places total. So my generation family properties, my 401k, and then third with my partner, Eric, he and I own another business, Family Freedom Lands. And he and I have also invested in Arizona and Colorado there. And that's been fascinating. There, we went to more expensive counties and we have lost some money on liens in counties that are much closer to the Denver metro area. So the auctions are that much more expensive. As a matter of fact, uh, I get outbid constantly in those auctions. And it really becomes like, it ain't worth it at a certain point. You know, if even if I made a um, on the initial premium a 300% rate of return that gets eaten up by all that extra bidding that we did because I didn't just pay $100 for a tax lien I paid $150 or $200 for that lien and if I buy 10 of them maybe five or six or seven get redeemed and I lost money on them which then the two or three I am able to foreclose on, uh, I make money that might make up for um, that investment. So these can be risky. You can lose money on liens, but if you do it right, you play your cards right, it can be very, very profitable. I would say um, just reflecting on my tax lien experience, the other thing that I really like about the liens is it's not like the land investment business where it takes a huge amount of time to really move the needle. It does take a concentrated effort with tax liens where maybe like in the month of November in Colorado, you know, you're participating in two or three or four auctions and you're hiring VAs, you're having them help out, but then you're done after November is, is done with your concentrated effort and then checks start rolling in on a monthly basis from places where you bought liens and they are redeeming. And so you have this constant stream of money and all you have to do is deposit it. And then you wait until October the following year and do it all over again. So it takes a very, very concentrated effort. Now, obviously, the more you do it, the more states, the more counties, the more auctions, the more work it's gonna require. So for example, in Arizona, that's February, Colorado is November. And so that becomes, oh gosh, okay, we get December off, but now in January, we gotta do it all over again. If you did another lien auction, well, then you have to do it all over again there too. So if you do enough of them, you know, it can become an onerous, uh, process. I have trained in people now to this point that they're helping me with it. And certainly that's an investment into it, but it's saving me the time and it's still very, very lucrative. So you have to decide what kind of lean investor do you want to be? What are you looking for? How much time do you have? How much do you want to put into it? How much capital can do you have available? Um, which 
leads me to this point with the tax liens that I've learned. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful way to be introduced to land investing, particularly if you don't have a ton of capital. You know, if you are a resident, you're a fellow, you know, maybe you have a few extra thousand bucks you're looking to invest. You can do that with tax liens and buy 10 or 20 or 30 of them. So I really do like that as well. But again, it is a time investment for an intense period. Um, so you do have to have the time to um, put into it for that two weeks or three weeks or a month that you're investing into tax liens. And so my friends, I hope that's helpful. If you are interested in tax liens, you wanna talk about how to do it, where to look, what's the process, I highly recommend watching the webinar that I have on my website on daviddeniston.com. If you go to daviddeniston.com, click on blogs, um, you have to scroll down for a few videos and you'll see the two parts on tax lien investing. So watch that. Of course, you can listen to the podcast, which we stripped the audio off of that, but I highly recommend watching it, which will help to reinforce what you are listening to. So again, go to daviddeniston.com and then blogs and then scroll down a few videos to find the tax liens. And so my friends, that wraps up another episode for the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast. Remember my friends, remember to slash your debt, slash your taxes and live a liberated lifestyle. Why, thank you my friends so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now, I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded from registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. 
As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast, I mentioned insurance products. Insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.david.com. Deniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.